0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to our review of WandaVision, the series finale. Whatever we're doing. But yeah, the last episode, episode 9. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. This review will be mostly spoiler content, so this is your friendly warning to go watch the show, then come listen to us, all that jazz. You know, you know the rest. If you get spoiled, it is what it is. But yeah, seriously, come and hear our thoughts. It will be spoilers. So. We're going to jump into the meat of this, but before we do that, let's talk about the people on board. So once again, directed by Matt Schockman, Uh, obviously the writing credits are all over the place for this one, but we could say that head writer Jack Schaefer, we could say uh, Peter Cameron, Bobak, Eshfarjani, and Mackenzie Dore again, and a bunch of other people as well. Let's give them credit. Megan McDonald. Laura Donnie, and Cameron Squires. And then, obviously, credits to Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, of course. Uh, the Vision Comics, we got to give some credit to Roy Thomas and John Bescum- Buscema. Buscema. Yeah, let's go with that. And, yeah, so this is what's behind this. This is the series finale. And I'm just going to ask you straight out, Let's before we talk it out, I just want to ask John, what did you what did you think? What did you rate this episode? Were you satisfied? Unsatisfied? Did you think it was good, which did you not think it is good? What is your takeaway? I mean,
1: <laughs> it's a loaded question.
0: I we'll we'll, honestly, we'll break it down. We'll break it down with enzymes.
1: Oh yeah. Uh so I enjoyed it. I overall at least I enjoyed it. There were definitely some quirks that I was not a fan of. Um Uh, some things that I wish they'd done differently. But I think for an MCU film or like MCU show, I mean, this was pretty par for the course as far as what we've gotten in the rest of the MCU. Um, I thought it really told a good uh, closed story of trauma between two characters we haven't really spent a lot of time with. And I think it set the pace and the tone for the future MCU shows uh i mean granted they're all going to be very different stylistically and f- format wise um but i, I think overall I, this showed us the quality that we can come to expect uh from future uh shows from disney and from marvel and i think that's setting a really high bar um uh, i mean yeah we'll get into more into it later but my personal stance is i thought it was fun
0: this this series but what about this episode in particular
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I thought this episode specifically, I mean, it it was it again, like it, I want to, I want to break it down a little bit more later, but overall fun is the word I'll use. Um, it was enjoyable in a lot of respects. Um, And I I just think if you take a step back and just see it for what they marketed it as, which was just a Wanda and Vision show, without all the speculation and the theories and uh, people hoping and and wishing for a specific type of show and outcome, I I think they did what they set out to do, which was just uh, an enclosed, uh, character-driven story for people with powers, and overall, I'd give it like a B rating.
0: Okay, okay, I think, so my opinion is that I thought the series as a whole, this was a a really good series. I'd say it's a great series. As a finale with what we got, without the discussion of speculation, which we'll get to later, I did not think as a series finale, not a season finale, but a series finale, this is the end-all be-all of this, you know, nine-episode kind of shtick, this series. I did not think it was good that's fair and I it I'm not gonna come out and say that it was really bad. no I don't think it was a bad series finale. I don't think it was a good season finale and generally when it comes to things for me average is yeah it was it was okay it was good. this is below that for me and the reason is is without the speculation there are a lot of odd choices that they made with characters that I was very, disappointed with and we'll get into that but yeah overall for me i just thought the series was great and i just i was just disappointed on how we ended on this note and it felt similar to kind of game of thrones but i'm not as disappointed uh with the last season kind of to like this last episode because you know (laughs) a season and game of thrones would equal like an episode on this show so overall the highs and lows are are similar but I think the low for Game of Thrones is way lower than my low for this series as far as the finale so I'll give it that like it's it wasn't it wasn't terrible it wasn't really bad it just wasn't good and I that's my biggest gripe is how is how this series ended and it's disappointing but uh, let's get into the fan theories and all that surrounding it because it is important. Because I think now going back, if I'm to rewatch this series, I'm going to have a better appreciation for it without all the speculation. And I think this was a great lesson to the fans. Because this series was being filmed and then the pandemic hit. And this was supposed to be fourth of all the things we were supposed to get. It was supposed to come out much later and they bumped it up to the first thing that we would get. So scheduling had messed this up. So people, once again, I hate the speculation, but people said like they were going to add more to the show, but they had to dial it back and it got moved. So I don't know the credibility to that. But for this series, for what it did, I think the speculation and the fan stuff really ruined a lot of people's expectations. And I think going forward, people need to learn not to go to the source material as much because when we watch the MCU happen the speculation was, oh, you know, let's see what they do with this, and we get the movie, and that was it. There was no series of week-to-week, which I'm curious if Disney is going to change that now. Probably not, but I think this comic culture speculating on what's going to happen, people putting out videos after an episode and saying what their theories are, I think that it is somehow not... It's not helpful to the press, the conversation around a series, because eventually you're going to get hype that is not delivered and i'm curious what your thought on that is john
1: well so this is actually something i want to talk about on a regular episode this week too so i'm going to save most of my thoughts for that i i do think that we, especially with this being the first series uh that disney or that marvel put out on disney plus that the expectation i think was much bigger than the story they wanted to tell and that they they were expecting Everything to be tied in with a bunch of different movies and, and future content, and they wanted all of these cameos and and setups and 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 really, I mean, this is literally called Wandavision. It's it's a story about two characters, not a story about how how great we can set up and tee up uh, Doctor Strange two and Captain Marvel two and Spider Man three and and Phase four. Um, it it's much more I, I i think they intended it for for it to be much more grounded than that and i i think that they achieved that for the most part um but yeah i mean i i i don't think they're gonna they're gonna do it where it's like a binge worthy release because they want people to stick around week to week they don't want people canceling their subscriptions and, and regardless of whether it was good or bad at the end it was in the conversation people were talking about this every single week and speculating about it and and good uh, and basically any press is is good press in their eyes Uh, so if people are do
0: you see what burger king tweeted out for the the women's day yes (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about good press and bad press in that situation but continue sir
1: no yeah i mean that that was definitely a interesting choice of uh approvals that that had to go through Uh, (laughs) um no but i I think for for marvel this was a big draw for disney plus and people are going to be uh tuning into falcon and the winter soldier to see how it differs from this and i think that they've they've done a good job of of marketing each show as its own separate thing tonally and and character or character wise to where you're there's still like this anticipation of what's the next one gonna be like? How is it gonna be different than the first one? Falcon and the Winter Soldier is very action-heavy. How is that action gonna uh, uh, relay on on the small screen like this? Uh, She-Hulk is gonna be a 30 minutes, uh, uh, like I don't want to say sitcom, but like um, like a courtroom drama basically. How is that going to compare to this? So they're they've done a good job of, of kind of breaking the mold of the MCU. And, and now we kind of just get to sit back and, and enjoy them. And I hope people kind of take a step back from all the theory crafting and really just let Marvel tell stories.
0: Well, I would have to disagree with the point that you made earlier that this was, that the expectations were high for this. My expectations actually going to WandaVision were kind of low. I was like, oh, it's going to be quirky and weird and blah, blah, blah. I didn't know anything about House of M. But then what gets it for me is that instantly we we hear from you know the showrunners is like oh man when it gets to the end it's going to be wild and then you have that Paul that infamous Paul Bettany interview it's like you know a Luke Skywalker type of cameo at the end as an actor I've always wanted to work with and I think in that case with what he did I I think instantly after he said it it's one of those things where it's like all right, now we're never gonna talk about interview ever again. We're not gonna release any presses because this is gonna be an interesting take, and the internet just runs with stuff now. You have to be very careful with what you say. And Marvel, the MCU, has always been very careful about what they say. What has been spoiled, uh, obviously. Mark Ruffalo and you know uh, Tom Holland have gone through the runs with that stuff, spoiling things for the cast, and you know everyone got different scripts for end game and uh, infinity war they filmed different endings so that no one knew what it was going to be which is really really smart but when it comes to this show i was not hyped for this and then instantly while we're getting into it i got hyped and i think i i, I would have to i would have to say that the theory crafting is a part of it but i i, I would have to blame i don't think I don't think a lot of people had a lot of hype going into this. I would disagree, but I see what the point that you're making. That's just the way I see it. Perhaps you in the comic book Reddit, you know, forums were looking at and people were going absolutely nuts for WandaVision, but I just didn't feel it. But,
1: yeah. yeah, and I I get that, and it, it's hard to separate the marketing from the show or the or the content, especially in today's day and age where everybody lives on the internet and that's all we live and breathe, and so people are just pumping out stories and I want people to click on their on their articles. And I, so
0: I do agree that you are one hundred percent right when it's the week to week does draw in publicity, and that is very good for keeping your streaming service alive and keeping the conversation going. I do think you are right. I just. I don't like the theory crafting crafting that came every week because Mm -hmm. it just changed expectations.
1: No, and and I I 100% agree with that. I I definitely think uh, it's hard, but I'm trying to look at this uh, as a show disconnected from the marketing and from the theory crafting and from the forums because, I mean, they obviously when they were planning at the finale and writing this whole series out, they were expecting fans to theory craft and to speculate. And they wrote some things to kind of, uh, subvert our expectations. Uh, and I hate saying like that, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I want to talk about it here, here in a second, but, yeah. um, when you're, when you're talking about a show, it has to just be about the show. And I, I think overall, I'd say about 80% of the time they made some good choices that made sense. And the other 20% seemed to just be about subverting fans' expectations because they knew what was going to be said. Um, I think the biggest example of that is the whole Ralph thing, and it ended up just making a dick joke.
0: Oh, God.
1: That was frustrating as a fan because, I mean—
0: well let's break let's break it down now let's talk about the actual episode and digest it because there are a lot of great things that i saw and there were a lot of bad things that i saw which is what confused me with this this series finale so let's get into that emily ralph boner why what i was it was it for a dick joke to make us all giggle or was it i don't see the significance of it that's a a dick joke really in this context when you're using when you're using like Pietro when you're using Quicksilver and you're using the actor from the X-Men universe it was not tongue and cheek it was a massive disappointment that's like John that's like saying hey you're gonna get lobster mac and cheese but instead of mac and cheese I'm giving you like Z D with cheese and there's no lobster in it it's fucking poop it's no it's a dick <laughs> i'm putting a dick in your mac and cheese yeah it it, i don't understand how that got through the process what do you think
1: that that was the most frustrating part for me because to me they had to sit in a writer's room months before this show even started production and they planned that out they wrote it specifically with the intention of hopefully casting um that actor as, or even Peters as Quicksilver. I mean, that was still kind of up in the air, up in, up in the air until the last second. But they were hopefully writing it for him. They were they knew fans were going to speculate about him. They knew we were going to say, well, man, is this like the introduction of the multiverse? Is he actually Mephisto? They knew the conversations that were going to happen long before we ever had them. And then they wrote that final scene with him, knowing that it wasn't going to pay off anything. That it was just a dick joke. And that is frustrating because that's not fulfillment of anything. You're just doing it to make the fans upset, basically, and just to go against what, what they wanted. Um, it doesn't really pay off anything. It doesn't fulfill anything. It doesn't even tee up anything for the future. That's Evan Peters now as Ralph in the MCU, that you can't even use him later on for his any name future is, character. And his
0: name is Ralph Boner at the same Ex- time. <laughs> you could have named his last name, could have been Machio, and I would have been like, it's better than the dick joke. Because Tenoria Paris's reaction to Ralph boner was my same reaction to watching the show i i thought it was ridiculous and speaking of tenori Parrish paris i want to talk about her because i feel like she got the finn stormtrooper treatment in the series and i am so devastated by it because I thought she was going to get so much more in this series. You give her powers, and the only time she really uses her power is to save the kids from getting shot by Dick, Dick whatever, the Dick director. Hayward. Yeah, Dick Hayward. Howard. Hayward. Dick Hayward. Yeah. So you only use her power to save the kids, and that's it. And even through that, like when she has dialogue with Wanda towards the end, and she talks about grief really quickly. She doesn't acknowledge the crowd behind her, and and this is just a directing thing, where the or or a writing thing too. But the crowd doesn't have a response to Wanda. They just look at her, like annoyed but not angry. Does does that make sense? Like, to know where Paris is there to be like the person to say like, "Hey, your grief matters." But outside of that, she has no other thing. I felt like when she was talking to Wanda, I was watching Finn yell at Ray, saying Ray, and I'm just like, there is so much more to this character that I felt like we were building to. And at the end of the day, I'm disappointed, I, and I, I hate that that each yeah. character you introduce needs needs to have an ending that makes sense. If you were to have their character build and their their kind of their 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 goals, their what their wants, their needs are the character's motivation, and I didn't see it with a lot of people. I don't know. What did you think of Tenorius Paris and how she was treated?
1: I mean, I I thought that her introduction to the MCU it was an interesting uh, origin story, if nothing else. Just and the way that they tied it in with Wanda, I think if you if you don't even look at the dialogue or any future things, but just how they set up her character for future films i i like the way that she was brought in i don't like what they did with her and i definitely think they underused her um for the entire series um yeah you're right like they it was it was just like a macguffin like you bring her in to fix a problem that nobody else can fix and then you don't use her for anything else same thing with darcy uh you a character that was the second one for me yeah you have great dialogue in a lot of instances uh she's this big comic relief and then they literally write in the finale that she didn't want to come to the debriefing because that's what for like nerds or something or for for pansies or something. I can't remember. Um, but it, it's just this complete underutilization, underutilization of a character that you could have done more with. I mean, it's not like they didn't have time. Like they could have written an extra episode. Um, they could have restructured things to to give them more focus.
0: They could have brought and, her into into sword.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And and I get that in, in that mid credits scene, they're teasing her going up to uh, to the sword base to go talk with Nick Fury and, and set up Captain Marvel two and that's cool, but they they so underutilize her to where I mean I could walk into Captain Marvel two and and not have skipped a beat by missing the show, I feel like for her character, which is sad because I would I hope that in future shows they write them in a way that makes people like need to see them for it to make sense um which isn't something that kevin feige even wants to do but i think it does a disservice to characters when you can't really invest in them because there's no stakes because it doesn't matter because they're just going to be in a future movie where that's where the stakes and and the real drama happens
0: yeah and those stakes are not going to have a one sauce which is a detriment for people (laughs) who like a one sauce no i'm kidding you don't need a one sauce to have a really good steak Yes. Gordon Ramsay will slap me anyways, but going back to the let's go back. Let's continue with the gripes of characters, because I do want to say that I thought Paul Bettany, Elizabeth Olsen and uh, Catherine Hahn killed it. But going to the characters that are just makes no sense. And this is this is on Matt Shockman and Jack Schaefer with the crowd. There are no consequences to that and they there was a moment when they're all gathered around uh Wanda when they're still when they're still within the Hex and they're mad at her and they're just saying and you know, the you know, Kitty from that 70 show says, like, just kill me. Like I, I thought that was powerful. But after the hex is gone, the crowd doesn't say anything. They don't say, like, we can feel your grief, but never come back again. You know, there's no there's no people hugging each other because they didn't see each other for a long time. We don't see the consequences. And that is one of my biggest gripes with movies is and, and it, one of my biggest gripes with just mankind in general is consequences. When a, <laughs> it's when an attorney general kills someone and they're still not in jail after several months. Consequences. Welcome to the United States. But going to the show, I don't feel the weight of the consequences of grief. If this show is about Wanda's grief. There are so many great lessons, so many things we learn from Vision's side when he says what is grief but love persevering. And we see the destruction that grief causes, but we don't get the satisfying moment of this crowd expressing, you know, how Wanda hurt her. We get it through a line from Monica Rambo, which is just a terrible cop out. It's, you know, don't tell me, show me, you know, It, it, it would And I would rather the crowd tell me than because they're there. They're in the scene. They're in the scene. It's not like they're on the other side of town. They're there with Monica Rambeau and Wanda. And I just don't see the connection between these people. We've just been under so much duress for however long we were at the hex for like weeks or months. I don't know, but it is awful to think that they chose that and there's no payoff and i really just uh it's when you talk about characters it just hurts
1: yeah i mean these were people that were literally held captive away from their families fully i mean basically underneath uh, the act of it all knowing what was happening to them and it was torture and yeah we it was just kind of brushed off and and it's it's they handled Wanda and Vision's trauma much differently than they handled the crowd and the town's trauma. And if you're going to tell a story about persevering through trauma and dealing with it, you have to address all of it. Um, so even what I would have really appreciated is having an extra episode and maybe ending the penultimate episode in the middle of the fight when when Wanda releases them all from, from uh, not Wanda, Agatha releases them all from Wanda's spell and you start to see what it's what it's done to them and you just get surrounded by all of them reacting viscerally and angrily to wanda and you just see her being encircled by them and then you start to feel the weight of everything that she's done to them and she becomes the bad guy um but i I, with the way that they wrote it it doesn't feel like they're really committed to that like wanda said or um uh what's her face uh kitty um, from
0: that 70s show
1: no 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 uh um Oh my gosh, the one who plays Wanda. you mean Elizabeth
0: Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. You just said Wanda. Sorry,
1: I I could have, but Elizabeth (laughs) Olsen said in an interview, like there might not even be a a villain of the show, and I think that's a cop out. Like Wanda should have been definitively the bad
0: guy. We thought Wanda was the bad guy for a long time.
1: But that's the thing, and then and then she comes out of it to where um uh um. Oh my gosh, Monica, Monica Rambeau just kind of brushes it off and gives her a cop-out, saying, like, I get why you did this. No, you don't get why she did this. She has these powers to, to completely, like, kidnap and control these people, and nothing should justify that. She should be above that because she's, a, she's supposed to be a hero. So her grief doesn't justify torturing these people. And it just, it felt like they, they took away the weight of it all. And I wonder if it's because of Disney, it's a Disney show. I wonder if they just didn't have the time to commit to that. But I I think at the end, the TV show really suffers because of it.
0: And this is where we get, it's funny because you mentioned those things like, why did it get kind of dumbed down? Because we could have gotten dark themes. The themes we were wrestling with this don't remind me of Marvel. It reminds me of DC and how we're tackling these larger themes of grief and consequences. You know, I really love that element that we were going and the way it's paid off is just so lackluster, which is why I think overall the episode for a series for na- finale is not good. And I would like to see them rectify this later, but now they have their 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 judgment on it. And it it, it just felt kind of drawn back as you said it just didn't feel full and i i hope that we're going to tackle more adult themes with adult consequences because guess what the original star wars hey your dad is the bad guy who killed a bunch of people oh i'm gonna try and save him and i might die doing it hey that's a really dark theme whoa Mm -hmm. and guess what it's one of the that that series in that moment it's just Star Wars, as George Lucas told it in the '70s, was pretty adult, and then he said later on, "Their movies for kids," and look how that turned out. And Disney was like, "Yeah, we believe in the same thing." Look how that turned out. So, uh, kind of coming back to my rant is that I want to see Marvel have the balls to just tell an adult theme. And Taika Waititi with Thor Ragnarok got comedy and adult themes together, and it was kind of like a you know like a Greek like a greek play of tragic irony which is still funny and kind of sad how things happen thor asgard gets blown up it, essentially it's destroyed and in wanda there's there's like there's no dark content I, I go keep on going back to it but I just can't I can't fathom how what how they wanted to land with this hallmark type of ending cuz it yeah. felt like a hallmark it looked at some points like a hallmark show with a hallmark ending and that is that once again not good but i feel like we spent do you have a lot of time on the negative but do you have any more negatives before we start getting to the things we thought were good <laughs> i mean i
1: i hope that they i don't know i don't know man i i just think overall kevin feige's approach to the this isn't the greatest because he he wants people to be able to um, tune into the movies without watching the TV shows and feel like they're not missing too much of a beat. And while I get that, I, I just think it's doing a disservice to the to the streaming service you're putting this content out to because if you don't give the weight and the the um uh, like importance to these TV shows, you're taking away from them because then there's there's as Stanley described it in comics, there's the illusion of change. To where uh, the characters go through a lot, but at the end of the day, they're basically right back to where they started. And it feels like that for this show, where Wanda kind of dealt with her grief, but if we didn't see it... I mean, we didn't know at the end of Endgame that she was going through all of this intense, horrible grief, um, other than like a little scene that she had with Thanos. And and that's basically where we left off, uh, where vision still out there in the white vision uh with uh his memories unlocked discovering who he is wanda's is off becoming a, a witch and still processing it trying to deal with her kids being out somewhere and agatha is i guess tortured in like remaining in a specific character for the rest of her time until wanda needs her which is still horrible like that's a horrible thing she did to agatha and we're not really taking a lot of time to talk about it uh it, it's just nothing has dramatically changed by the end of the show and it felt like it was supposed to be a lot bigger
0: yeah and what they did to dick hayward was also very mediocre like he gets hit by darcy you know cool you know even though it's a tank i get that but it just didn't feel very villainous even though he was trying to shoot a bunch of kids i just didn't feel like it, he just took out a handgun. The military has like a bunch of like AR 15s, all these weapons and the kids are taking down the military. I just, I feel like you should have given him like a cable style, like robot arm with a gun or maybe a mini gun <laughs> on top of a truck. That's driving away. It didn't, it just, he, him as a villain just fell flat for me. And that's what I'll say is my last gripe, but let's get to the good things. Cause I do agree with you talking about that with the series and what uh what kevin feige want to do it's like oh they could be standalone you're doing house of m dude you can't yeah that can't be standalone right no uh, you know peter parker goes to goes to the convenience store and there's a bunch of guys from his classroom who are steering the store whoa that's a side that's a side story that has no has no consequence that's fine but house of m and you're setting up Doctor Strange too. Come on, bruh. And I, I don't know if it's necessarily Kevin's Feige's to Kevin Feige's fault, but I imagine that Jack Shaver and Matt Shockman making this ending and putting the elements of like consequence that kind of falls on them more than it does Kevin Feige. Uh, so I I I'm not mad at Kevin Feige so much as I am the showrunner and Matt Shockman. But anyways, to the good stuff, man, John how about the runes? use the runes yes it was great i love that <laughs> and i know a lot of people were complaining about the cgi honestly it wasn't my biggest complaint i know people were like oh look it's wanda you could easily see that she's being pulled by a rope to go and fight uh, <laughs> catherine <laughs> and like she's being like lifted to fight agatha uh and it's just it's it does look funny when there's CGI everywhere and then they get the pole wired like they do in the other earlier movies like Age of Ultron. But I like it. I don't care. I could turn off my brain for that. There's a, a lot of those elements like the fighting. I heard people complain about the vision fight. I like that it ended in a logic war. So yeah. I, I I feel pretty fulfilled with the elements of the fighting. I don't know. What do you think about the fighting?
1: Yeah, I mean, I if you if you're gonna commit to two witches fighting, it's gonna be a lot of CGI, and there's not really like a frame of reference for that in the real world, so it's gonna be a little jarring, and that's that's fine in my eyes. I thought the the way the vision fight ended would made total sense because these are two near indestructible characters that are pitted against each other, and so how how could one beat the other when they're essentially the same thing? But when you have both of them come to a stalemate where you have this more robotic, soulless uh, white vision come to a realization that he has this um, he has this depth inside of him that could that basically could be unlocked by his memories you're giving him a chance to be the real Vision later on.
0: Um, yeah, and, but
1: and that it, stay, it stayed true to the character of Vision for him to, instead of fighting with violence, he, he, he used his knowledge and his philosophy and his words to do it.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't like the conversations online of like, it's just like, oh, you've got Visions fighting each other. I didn't need that. And it's like, of course you do, because you need to add weight to the reason of why Dick Hayward wants to keep The vision, why it is a weapon under the United States military, why it is a weapon of sword, why we're not giving you $3 billion worth of vibranium, there's a good reason, and we saw it. These things could, you know, vision can phase through, and that's the whole point of the character of vision is to be logical, you know, and to just it's not to do the human type of thing, which is like, take out your spear and attack the nation next to you. Vision is going to go talk to the other nation, be like, Hey, this is why we need the land X, Y, and Z. Let's not fight. And they pick the fight and vision says like, all right, I'm going to destroy your water supply. Oh no. And then vision's like, here's your water supply back, please move. And then they move the point of vision. And that's completely a scenario. I just pulled out of thin air, but that's the (laughs) thing. AI is supposed to be better than people. And so Vision choosing to do the logic point rather than punchy, punchy stab, it makes total sense. And we need that as a character. If it's just a punch out war, Vision is no longer Vision the character. It's like I'm looking at Iron Man instead, and that's not what Vision is. So I, I really do get annoyed with those conversations that people are having online because... I understand where they're coming from because what I wanted to happen is that after white vision leaves is for other vision to come into the witches fight after the runes are set up. I want them to punch Catherine Hahn or Agatha into the ground and that's the end of Agatha. But we don't get that because guess what? That's not what vision does. So you just got to put into context of the characters, which the vision character, Wanda, Agatha, very well written in this episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the, the concept that Vision is more human than the other humans around him. And he's the one that, he's altruistic, he's optimistic, he believes in the best in people. He sees through grief and through these things that we deal with and is kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel as a character. He's like the moral compass of the Avengers and that's why he was able to lift Mjolnir and he was worthy to lift it. Um, So, yeah, I thought it was great uh, writing for him. I thought it ended well for him. Uh, Obviously, it's very open-ended that White Vision just flew off. And uh, we get the explanation that Wanda created him through the piece of the Mind Stone that was in her. So, like, that's still out there. There's still potential for the real Vision, quote-unquote, to return. Um, Again, the whole illusion of change. But, yeah, I I, I thought that if you... I don't know, man, like... I think up until the finale, the whole process of her dealing with of Wanda dealing with her grief, I thought it was well, well written. I liked the idea that Agatha isn't a villain just out for world domination. Like she, she's just trying to become the best witch, and part of that has to do with becoming the Scarlet Witch and learning how to use chaos magic, Um it just isn't something she can do on her own. It's something she has to take from Wanda, and she would take it from anybody. She's just trying to get that power um not to become like the world leader or anything but just to become the best witch that she can be she seeks knowledge exactly and and to, and then to see her kind of doing the, they did the whole thing with the incredibles with uh syndrome where he, she went monologuing and the hero learned something from it and then applied it later and and so we, we see wanda learning and she was she's never had any classic or um formal training as a witch and with magic but she picks things up as she goes and she can immediately apply it and i think that speaks volumes to her character
0: absolutely and just to give you a little quote of how these characters do so well when vision and wanda when vision's about to disappear wanda i know we can't stay like this but before i go i must know what am i and wanda responds you vision are the piece of the mind stone that lives in me you are my bot. You are a body of wires and blood and bone that I created. You are my sadness and my hope. And mostly, you're my love. The writing for these characters and showing the love story that they have is so refreshing. And I've said this before is that we have not gotten a very convincing love story in the MCU. Yeah, Pepper Potts, Iron Man, sure. That's like a love story for like your 20s. But this is like real love. This is what people strive for is that deep connection with another human being. That kind of this is my soulmate type of love. Not like, ah oh, Pepper Potts does everything for me. I'm a billionaire. Who? Great. Wowee. And we got a little bit of that with Agent Carter and, uh, you know, uh, 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 Captain America. There we go. Who, <laughs> who? Yeah, a- Agent Carter. Captain we both had America. our moments. That's fine. Yeah, but they, you know, obviously we didn't get the whole thing, and that's meant for another time if we ever get it in the What If series. Who knows? But going to this, it is very, it is just a very satisfying ending to Wanda and Vision, and how he disappears. She has to sacrifice them. To bring people, you know, to have their lives back. I really enjoyed knowing she has to give him up a third time. Like, she has to watch him die uh, a third time. And it is it is really sad, but that's what grief is. And it's not supposed to be a happy ending for Wanda. Even though it was, like, ten minutes later when they're all like, Yeah, you're good, girl. Go fly off. You you cool. Uh, so, yeah, that, this is the part of the episode that just gets me. It's the same thing when we get the quote from Vision. What is love but grief persevering? Or what is grief but love persevering? Like that quote. And we get that with this. I just... I, I, this is such amazing dialogue. <laughs> In the, this bucket of trash.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I hope that they can keep recreating this for the future series. And... I mean, I just I don't want like the the focus of the Falcon of the Winter Soldier just to be action, and I don't want the focus of Loki just to be good CGI, um, or the focus of She Hulk to be just like funny courtroom drama. Like I want it to be good character driven stories. Uh, I believe that... in Loki.
0: <laughs> I be- I'm just saying it now. I'm calling it. I believe in Loki.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I this like I said, this is obviously just the first taste of an MCU show we've gotten, but I I think overall I think it sets a good tone for the rest.
0: I think it sets a good tone. Yes, I do think that they have to nail these series finale's like the the MCU, the Marvel Studios, this is their first one. So, yeah, they're going to work out a bunch of kinks and learn from it just like Kevin Feige did, you know, you watched what phase 2 went through and it was like, "Oh geez, I got to fix this." And they did. And phase 3 was amazing, and then phase 4 was also amazing. But a lot of people talk about phase 2 was rough at some points. And you could say that obviously with Thor the Dark World uh pretty bad. You know, the Iron Man's that came also as well with that. So they're going to work out the kinks in this. They're going to figure out what to do. They're going to say, "Hey, don't Promote the show and talk about a cameo, please, yes. Paul Bettany. But yeah, yes, yes, exactly. When it comes to this show and a lot of things, like I said, I really love the dialogue, the vision, Wanda. I love Agatha. I liked the ruin, the runes, and how that went by. I the action was very nice. I don't really have an opinion on Wicked and Speed. I just it, it is what it is. People, once again, theorize God, oh, they're in another dimension of hell. But I just like to be like, no, the kids are gone. Whatever. She made them. I'm fine with this. Let's keep going. I don't want to think more about it. So that's my opinion. But I do want to ask when we haven't talked about it yet. Let's talk about the end credit scene. What do you think yes. about that?
1: I thought it was I mean, it was short, obviously, but I thought it was it was interesting I went back and I watched it a couple times. Um, I I think they did a good and very efficient way of showing that she's growing as a witch incredibly fast. Like Doctor, St- she's they're putting her on par with Doctor Strange because he went and learned astral projection pretty quick um, in, in All Things Concerned, and that's what we saw her doing. Uh, she has the dark hold. She is able to not just like leave her body sitting still and then go off and do her own thing. like she's she's got a routine. Um, she is basically putting on a facade for the outside world so that she can work her magic and learn in secret, which gives her like, I mean it, it's 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 um it's strategy. it's it's not just her kind of like secluding herself away from the whole world. it's saying, you know what? Sword's probably watching me. I need to do something. To where i can i can do what i need to do while still putting on a face of i'm not really doing anything um and so to have her astral project like that i thought was a great way to do it um uh and and that little inclusion of her kids voices yeah like she pulled their souls from somewhere and she has the lion like thank you for i'm choosing not i'm not speculating
0: don't do this to me no don't. that's fine
1: but i <laughs> it's not the they wouldn't have included that if that was the last we had ever seen of them
0: well it could be it could be just her thinking about it she is an astral Mm. projection form
1: but then okay now we're getting speculation but then it would have just been her reminiscing of something her kids had said but this is new dialogue this is something they hadn't said before so if they're creating these these words somewhere that means they're they're at least their spirits are out there somewhere i don't know where that could be but um I think Doctor Strange, Multiverse of, multiverse of Madness, uh, is going to at least touch on
0: that more. God, I hope not. <laughs> I just, I, I, I don't want to do well, the theory craft well, anymore. Well,
1: Wiccan and Speed are too, bit of, too big of characters in the in the Marvel comics to not include them later on, and and they're they're setting up the Young Avengers. They're going to have to tee it up at some point. Those were core characters in the, in the Young Avengers, so I, they're going to come back at some point. Hmm. You mark my words, Chris. You know? Mark them.
0: And when it comes to this series and the theory crafting that you had with a bunch of other people, I am not marking your words. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. I will not fall for this.
1: But I've learned my lesson, Chris.
0: Have you? You just
1: speculated
0: I... within the same
1: episode. But uh, I'm not giving definitive boundaries. I'm just saying this isn't the last of them. They'll come back later. Gosh, you're
0: like a person who goes to the casino. I'm never coming back again. Five days later, is back in the casino. Come on, John.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get paid, you get more money, you can come back and restart it.
0: Oh, sure. D- that is, disclaimer, that d- that rarely happens. The house usually <laughs> wins, folks. Don't, don't waste your money like that. Unless you... Would rather waste your money at the casino than wasting money on a video game. Yeah. Being at a casino is cooler, but I'm going to save money anyways. Uh, let's before we end this, cause this has been a pretty long review. What are your expectations for Falcon, the winter soldier? I mean, it's,
1: it's longer episodes, but, sh- but fewer episodes. So I'm, I'm expecting them to be a bit more action packed. I think just from the trailer I'm expecting some cheesy dialogue between the two and some really fake fights between them, which doesn't really have me excited. But I, I hope that at least like the the stunt team and the stunt choreographer is going to put on a good show and have some realistic action because this is going to be a much more grounded, Earth-based hero storytelling um, where obviously with WandaVision we have this vibranium uh, synthesoid and a literal witch fighting another giant witch and Synthesoid. And with this, it's basically just two dudes with some metal stuff fighting against a dude in a mask. Um, so I, I don't know, man. Like, it's going to be a much more grounded story, and I'm hoping that it's not as cheesy as I think it's going to be.
0: To be fair, the witches in WandaVision were very earth based. It was the people on the outside on the internet, making it very outer worldly. I mean,
1: also that, yes. that
0: mid mid credit scene where it's like, you want to see him? And then she points up outside. He wants to meet you. <laughs> yeah. That also is not earth based, but yeah, uh, exception.
1: Yeah. I hope we just go smaller scale. I'm, I'm curious to see what, what Zemo's plan is uh, and how he's going to finish what he started. Uh, convoluted. I, I, I mean, I don't know, man, it, it, it's going to be I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it. I mean, let's be real. Like, we're going to watch it. We're going to enjoy it. It's just who knows.
0: When Zemo came into that frame for the trailer, I was just like, but why? Why? Why you got to bring Zemo back? Shouldn't he be in like a Wakanda prison digging up vibranium? Like, I don't understand this, but fine. I my expectations for Falcon and the Winter Soldier were low. When I saw the Super Bowl kind of trail, well, kind of Super Bowl trailer, the trailer for the trailer on YouTube, but now my expectations are even lower, so that is a good thing in my mind.
1: Do you think you're not going to, or do you think you're going to try and stay off the internet more and not see as many, or read as many theories as we did for WandaVision?
0: That's impossible to avoid all that stuff, because it's going to show up in like thumbnails and titles on YouTube and just... People are going to post stuff. So I'm going to see it, but I'm not going to be like, yeah, yeah, that's probably what they're doing. I'll probably be like, I, I'm probably going to look at a post and be like, God, this person is so stupid and full of themselves, which is not true. I'm not saying, I'm just saying that to discourage me from believing in anything, you know, <laughs> which is what you do, which is what you should do. When you go to the casino, you go into the casino, you should look at yourself in the mirror and in, in the public bathroom, call yourself an idiot and then go home you know that's the way to do it and that's the way to do it what are you doing there maybe get a drink but you know a drink leads to more drinks leads to hey i'm on fire you know I put everything on red it goes to black you lose all your money you're an idiot
1: <laughs> sounds like it's coming from my very personal place chris
0: i've never lost money but i've watched people lost money and oh boy it is like watching wanda and grief Ugh. it's very sad anyways uh that will be the That will be the end of the WandaVision review. Uh, We've done every episode. You've gotten our thoughts. You know, overall, we liked the series. Uh, Last episode, very much a mixed bag. (laughs) Uh, John (laughs) thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was uh, not good. So, you know, form your own decisions. Say what you want. You hear what we say. Maybe disagree. Maybe you agree. But at the end of the day, we know that from here on out, after hearing what's been said i'm sure that the television shows that haven't been produced yet are just going to get better so look out for that and look out for falcon and the winter soldier and uh we'll have more we're gonna have some channel news so look out for that guys look out for some channel news out there all right on probably the next pod so yeah that's about it all right everyone have a wonderful weekend Bye.